Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. Today's episode is a fun one for me. My very good friend, Steph Hyatt, bops by via technology, not really live and in person, to do an interview with me. She is a choreographer who has worked all over the country with show choirs um, and is mainly based out of Iowa and Nebraska. And she and I go way back, farther than a lady would ever tell because it would divulge our age. So <laughs> please sit back and enjoy my interview with Ms. Stephanie. Seriously? It feels like it had to have been six months ago. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> hmm Yep. Everything. <laughs> um, I'm doing okay. I, you know, the worst thing that's happened to me is that I didn't get to go on vacation, which <laughs> in the realm of the world is fine. Um, but it also sucked. I was supposed to go um, on a two week cruise. One of my good friends is singing on a ship and I was going to go see her. Um, and obviously, cruising isn't a thing, along with anything else in the world is not a thing. So she's still on the ship, just like chilling. Um, mm -hmm. They're just like sailing the ocean aimlessly. <laughs> and I was like, could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at home and I've had um, um, some of the choreographer show choir world people have like kind of put together some content that I've been working on um, and, you know, making audition videos. And so I've had a little bit of stuff to keep me busy. Um, and it's been nice enough outside that I can get out and walk. And I know I see you post every day, like the sun is out and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, literally it just makes such a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm 
Um, I did a little bit of um, Omaha South, the ambassadors. It was from their show a couple years ago. I went through like four different possible songs. Literally, I recorded like three different options. You know, I sent you. I'm like, here's the first option. Um, and like, couldn't decide. Yeah, because I'm just so indecisive. But um, I figured I did that one because it was a little more um, Eric and Tori had both done like a little more of like a hip hoppy um, style. And I was like, okay, this is more like lyrical, a little more um, of a different style that way. And so thought I'd throw some variety in there. Um, please do. I can't wait. Yes. I'm going to post it on all social media. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no. I'm catching up. I, I took all social media off of my phone for, like, the day. So I did, like, a overnight, and then I just re-downloaded it, like, an hour ago. Um, so I'm catching up on the world. But that was a nice little break. I think I might do that every day. <laughs> Yeah, stop scrolling for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yes. <laughs> who <laughs> okay um well <laughs> literally i'm like how far back um <laughs> i was born i was born uh, i was <laughs> uh yeah so i took dance um from when I was four, probably, um, was heavy into dance classes all through, like up through high school, competitive dance, all of that. Um, once I got into high school and kind of, um, I have my brother's three years older than me, he did show choir and I watched him and like fell in love with it. And then, um, once I got into that in high school and started, um, taking, taking voice lessons and everything I was like fully in like the music realm outside of dance so when I went to school I majored in um vocal performance fully intending to go like be an opera singer um <laughs> and I so I went to Iowa State University for a year and then I transferred to University of Nebraska Lincoln go big red um and I was in their collegiate show choir 
the Big Red Singers, which is where I met a lot of people who are um, in my life. But I met um, Stephen Todd, who is a you know great show choir choreographer and a good friend of both of ours. And um, he, yes, so yes, he was the director for. I was in it for three years. He was in the director the first two years, and I. Um, him and I really hit it off and we, I started traveling around with him and assisting him um, with a lot of his groups, one of which being Voices of Central down in Texas, which you are the director of. Um, yeah. Um, yep. And so I started doing that. And then speaking of camp, so I started um, working as a counselor at Nebraska Show Car Camp and at uh, Show Car Camps of America. And I did that for years and years and years, like, yeah, <laughs> about, <laughs> um, I did that for about like eight years. And then through all of that, I sort of like, you know, after college, I was like, well, I need to make money now. And I was choreographing maybe like four groups of my own and still kind of assisting Steven, um, worked for like wells fargo home mortgage for a few years while i was like what do i do now um and i just i kept um i was still counseling and i was still traveling around with steve and there came a moment where it was like i kind of i got a couple new opportunities this was 2013 maybe um and i was like okay i'm gonna have like six ish groups for this next year i'm gonna like quit my job, try to see if I can make this be a thing. Um, yeah. And uh, I did. And now I, this was, this past season was my, um, seventh year doing it full time. Um, I work with 20 some odd groups, um, all over and Oh, yeah. I So I think I choreographed for right around 20 groups this last season. And I think maybe half of those are like full shows that I do on my own. And the other half are I either co-choreograph with one or more other people or I split it. Maybe I do only one number or only two numbers. Um, and that's that's a lot that's plenty of work for me personally. I know a lot of other people are comfortable doing a lot more work than that, but I don't like, God bless those people who um, choreograph more than that because I, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And for me, like creating choreography, it's so like personal to me. Like I'm such a, oh, what is this text? Like, how do I convey this text with the movement? And it's such like a, um, I put like so much of my heart into it that way that it's, it's a little bit more exhausting than even just like, okay, I have to fill out these eight counts. It's like, it's like 
just mentally and emotionally draining um, for me, especially. And I know for some, a lot of other people feel that way as well. Um, so yeah, you kind of have to figure out where your cap is, um, which can be difficult. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Too many, gotta cut down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my brother, um, yeah, he's three years older than me, is, he's not dead, um, he, yeah, <laughs> Kansas City, yeah, and he, so he went to Iowa State all four years, majored in music ed, and then, um, he taught show choir in Anamosa, Iowa for one year, and was like, got a piece out um he was dating my now sister-in-law and she was getting her master's at um indiana in vocal performance uh-huh mm -hmm. and he was like i'm gonna go do that and so he went got his master's in voice at indiana and yeah they're both like crazy good um vocalists uh but now they live in kansas city she's a full-time um artist she paints and she's crazy talented at that as well uh and he they both teach voice lessons and my brother um has another job also but yeah right <laughs> a real person job yeah right yeah <laughs> An alien person, yeah, yeah. Yes, we both went to we both went to Ankeny High School, um, in Ankeny, Iowa. Uh, back when there was only one high school to speak of in the town. Yeah. So, um, my brother. So he, yeah, so he was there. My brother's senior year was 2003. So his director was Steve Karstensen, who was there for years and years and years um, before the director of Visual Adrenaline. Um, I think he started the group probably. Uh, and then Brandon Dean took over in 2004, which was my sophomore year of high school. So I had him all three years. Um, he's amazing he was a huge influence on me and my life and he's just so passionate about music and imparting that passion on other people um he's the best so um yeah so I was in that and it was great <laughs> yeah here I am Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's got, I think he's the head of that program now of the choral program, which is. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. 
world. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, I mean definitely definitely Brandon Dean. Um who I I mean uh April James was my choreographer in high school and now I've had the enormous privilege of being able to work alongside her and she's just a genius um and I just just learn so much from her constantly um Lester Miller at Ankeny Centennial I never had him as a teacher but I've been able to watch all of his years um at Centennial and he is also just such a genius um teacher and just artistically like people I don't know if he gets enough credit about like the ideas that yeah like of course April and and Lexi and what and Cameron and what all the choreographers who have choreographed um Spectrum over the years is have done is is genius but like Lester just he visualizes and thinks of show choir in a way that not I don't know if anyone else or very few people do um and it's it's so story driven it's like it's like a it's like they're putting on a musical um and I don't know he just his brain works in a really special way and so to be able to um have seen that kind of up close over the years has been really cool um I also I know you would say the same Doran Johnson has been a very um I when I was Stephen's counselor at Nebraska camp Doran was always our vocal and they still are at camp together um and he just ever since then has been so um supportive of me and the work that I do and um yeah I just think the world of him so Oh gosh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. For sure. He'll like. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm well, and he yeah, he like he will lay low and just be really chill and then he will drop a bomb of like something so profound or so kind or so like say something so wonderful to you and you're like, "What? What? Oh my god." Like <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. It's like uh, Linda Southern is that way too. It's like she's, I mean, she's the queen of the world and I just have the most respect for her. Um, 
but she's the same way it's like one compliment from her can like tide me over for oh yeah I'm like wow Linda said something nice to me I am (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so it's all good yep (laughs) yep yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah okay (laughs) ooh Legacy. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, going back to um, how I was talking about in the way that I create and how I am very like meaning driven, and um, I think it's so much more important for me um, for my students to feel like when they're dancing their choreography that they can connect to it on sort of more of an emotional level, or maybe it makes them feel something that they, you know, tap into something they didn't know was there, or maybe it watching it makes an audience member like feel something about that song that they didn't know to feel before or, um, cause I think dance is uniquely powerful in that way. And I think, um, a lot of times that, that potential gets lost or thrown away in show choir because, and I, I understand like there are score sheets that say, were you clean? Were you together? And all of that. Um, but for me, I would much rather have a student say to me, like, wow, dancing that I've never like connected to music that way before, or, um, dancing this made me feel more confident as a dancer or, you know, things like that are so much more important to me than having someone text me and say, wow, your group was really, really clean today. Like, (laughs) Um, which like, of course there's something to be said for all the work that goes into that. I'm not, I'm not impugning that, but just for me personally, I guess, as far as a legacy, I, I would love to be remembered as someone who created things that meant something and someone who taught kids that it's okay to be vulnerable while dancing and while performing and 
that movement and music can um, can be therapeutic and they can be um, co- they can connect you to your you know fellow ensemble members and um, I don't know I could go on and on and on about that but um, yeah I guess that would be <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure Mhm. 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 Yeah. Mhm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was an off year. <laughs> Um, sure. It was just, uh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was April and Lexi Robson and, and I, um, choreographed that show together. Um, yeah, it was the story of Swan Lake. So it was kind of the original music from the ballet was sort of the transitions in between each movement or tableau, if you will. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's what that's what Lester was using. So, um, yeah, it's you know, it's the prince is needs to find a suitor, and he's not interested in any of the suitors until he comes across the across the white swan, and they fall in love, and um, and then there's this big party where the black swan shows up, and he thinks that it's the other one, but it's not, and then she. White Swan comes back, sees them together, gets mad. Um, and basically at the end, uh, White Swan jumps right on into Swan Lake. And the prince decides to follow her because he can't bear to be without her. So 
that is um, admittedly a dark storyline, but I think that wanting to be with your true love at all costs. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I feel like the one that blew onto the scene with that is the Wheaton's Wizard of Oz show. That was the one that was like, oh, we're doing this now. Okay. Like, <laughs> just like change, change the game. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> on on a large scale, yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mhm. L O L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Push. Stop. Stop. <gasps> uh, how dare you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm about to show how much of an uh, astrology nerd that I am, but um, my sun sign is Sagittarius. My moon sign is also Sagittarius. My rising or ascendant sign is Pisces. And then there's also all the other planets, but those are like the big three. Um, it, you're, yeah, that's like, that's like who you are. Like you're just overarching who you are. Moon sign is more like your inner self, like your emotions and like how you make decisions and just more of like the internal world. Um, and then rising is more like how others see you, like like the face that you put on, 
to the rest of the world, that's kind of your rising. So, yeah. So I, uh, not only are my sun and moon in Sagittarius, I also have like four other planets um, or five in Sagittarius. So I am a Sag to the max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I think you had, I think you did. I think you had Aries sun, Aries moon and something else random. It was like Libra or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of course, tacos always. <laughs> okay, rude, but also. <laughs> okay, that's because, okay, so like Sagittarius is at like the, maybe the most like independent of all the Zodiac signs. And I like embody that. Um, I like, I um single and I not that I like want to be alone forever but I enjoy my independence and I like to do what I you want to do whenever I want to do it and so yeah hmm Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, any of my friends who I've joked about moving into the forest alone will understand why that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, that just goes back to that same idea of like, I mean, anyone who knows me well knows I move around more than like any person because I just like, can't sit still and I don't like to like be in one place for too long like I've been you know in Des Moines Iowa City Omaha New York like I'm just all over so will I end up in a tent or a yurt or some you know the forest someday who knows not it's not out of the cards hmm Yes. <gasps> Maybe I'll get married out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For sure. Yep. <laughs> Great, perfect. Get Corona. Yeah, great. <laughs> mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mhm. Mm 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that I, so if you know anything about Myers-Briggs, um, personality indicator, I'm, I am an INFP, like fully, like not on the borderline of any of those. I'm like fully INFP and Enneagram. I think I'm a nine, nine and four, like really close. Um, but pretty sure I'm a nine and then between my I my Pisces in me kind of comes through in the introspection and all of that and so um it's all of those things are um someone who sees all sides of the situation and someone who kind of um is very empathic and um, um, kind of like to an extreme level, like I, um, like if I were with you right now and you were like upset about something, like I would, I wouldn't become upset, but I would like, sorry if this sounds like hooey to anybody, but, um, I would literally, I would feel like when we were judging together in Texas, I was like, wow like you didn't have to say it I could standing next to you feel that you were about to like bite somebody's head off and you're like yeah um it's just that intuitive like being able to um assess the feeling of an individual or of an ensemble or of a room um and yeah I mean it's definitely it's definitely a skill in that I think I can um adapt to many different scenarios and situations and um I can oftentimes not all of the time but um (laughs) um figure out how to take the energy that's existing and um make it work to the way that I need it to whether that's in a rehearsal or you know whether teaching or whatever the case may be um and kind of yeah, so that's that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. 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 And I've not always been this way, but <laughs> definitely over the past few years, I would like to think that I've become a very like centered and grounded 
human. Um, and I have, you know, so much more work to go. I'm not perfect by any means, but I have done a lot of work in, um, being able to just rely on, you know, my own inner self and for, to find like peace because in, in situations like that, like even right now with the whole world being scared of like getting the virus or like what's going to happen. And if, when you walk outside or you walk in the grocery store, like you feel that, or I feel that like it's, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, and someone like me, it's especially the first couple of days, it was like, oh my gosh, this is so heavy. Like there was one day that I just got in my car and was just like crying and like, I don't cry. Um, but it was just so overwhelming. I was like, I've just the world's energy right now, but it's, you just have to, you have to have something within yourself that you can like tap into. That's like, I, whether that's, whether that comes from breath work and breathing or whether that comes from, you know, yoga or meditation or, and whatever works for you to kind of find that place. Um, I, yeah, I've luckily been um, able to kind of hone that skill. And so in situ, in high intensity situations like that, I can um, remain calm and I do, I, you know, people say to me all the time, you're, you're so calming. You're, <laughs> you really just, you really calm me down. And I'm like, I'm so glad it's, and that's just because I, I've learned how to stay calm myself. Um, so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and now again, not to bring everything back to coronavirus, but like, do you think about now it's like, gosh, think about all of these things and events and, you know, times that we've just taken for granted that like, maybe you won't get this competition that you thought you were going to. Like I would, you know, and I, I can only imagine you know, kids, especially seniors who got, you know, their last contest, what they, what they would give to go back and just have that day. Like who cares where you place, who cares, you know, like you're saying, like who, whatever, what group you saw, like you got to be with all these other people who love what you love and like, God, what all of us would give to just go be with all of our friends. Like, uh, yeah. Honestly, yes, that, yeah.
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I do. I get so many people that ask me so many kids, um, reaching out being like, help me, like, how do I do it? How did you do it? And it's, you know, <laughs> obviously, you go back to my telling of my life story, I never like, I mean, growing up, yeah, I like choreographed dances in my basement, and was like, I'm gonna choreograph dance, but I was never like, I'm gonna be a show choir choreographer. Like, even like, at the height, like, in high school, I was never like, this is, I'm going to do this. Um, and not that I'm like, if that's you, I'm not like, that's bad. But you have to keep in mind, like, for most people who have, um, and there are exceptions, of course, but for most people, and I can, you know, only really speak for myself. Um, it's, it's always sort of just like a weird pathway where you, you know, maybe pursued a lot of other things, but um, all of those things led you in and you ended up being a show choir choreographer. And a lot of times people think there's a pathway or there's a, you know, a checklist of things you need to do to get to where this person is or this person is. And there are definitely things you can and should do, but there's no like set way to to do what I'm doing or to do what and you know anyone is doing um I would definitely not be doing this if I hadn't spent all of those years being a counselor at camp because that put me in front of students for three weeks every summer for years and years and years and uh, you know I was so lucky to travel around and assist someone who is was already like very good at his job and taught me so much and so I got to I got to watch him and kind of learn from him um that's Stephen I'm talking about again obviously um and so I, I, yeah, I was very lucky that I was afforded all of these opportunities, which stemmed from, yeah, I, I danced for my entire life. And I, you know, I had training to back up those opportunities. Um, but I don't know, for me, it was, and I think if you can't say this, you need to maybe look in a different direction for me it was always about like of course I love the the creating and the and the dancing but for me it was always what like set me on fire was the teaching and being a teacher and like helping 
someone who isn't a dancer like get it and to like the the best thing students have ever said to me is like you made me a better dancer or you know like that is what I'm in it for I am in it to teach kids and to help them grow and to help them learn and that it like I just definitely have a teacher's heart and um I if if you can truly you know look inside and and if you think that's you and it's not just wow I love show choir I want to keep doing show choir even if even if it's you know like show choir made me who I am so I want to give back to it which is great a great and fine thing yes but like at the end of the day these are kids who are in school and they are in this is an educational activity and if yes and if you can't look inside and say like I want to teach and I want to not be the best choreographer in the world, not have the most groups, not win a bunch of awards, even though that's not real because choreographers don't win awards. Um, um, none of those things. If what you say to yourself is, I want to teach kids, I want to have an impact on their lives and their, and foster something via show choir, and if you can truly say that, then cool. Go do all the things that I just said. Take dance class. Go apply to be a counselor. Find someone. Try to see if you can assist, you know, people who have been doing it a long time. Great. But if not, then do something else. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And for sure. And also, especially like, I think some people look at choreographers and think we have this glamorous life and job and, you know, and it, it, it truly, it, our busy season gets very taxing and it can be lonely. And it, it's like I said earlier, emotionally and mentally draining. And it's being a freelancer is a weird job. Like you have so much like adult things to figure out. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't want to, um, don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah. And it's like, it is not like, I would, I would never like 
if I were an outside, completely outside person, look at the way that, you know, my job has me, you know, living in all those aspects, be like, that's what I want to do. But because I love teaching and because I get so much back from it, from my, you know, when I see my students grow and um, it's, it's worth it. And, but if, and that's another reason why that's so important, because if you don't, exactly, if you don't have that, then you're in for a rude awakening (laughs) down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mhm. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. They usually pronounce it wrong. Um, Sometimes they'll announce the wrong person. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because guess what? Like, what if, you know again, coronavirus, like, what if this, what if my job doesn't exist next year? Like, what if we can't have show choir? Like, I still, like, I don't know, like, if that is all that you, you have to sort of, like, if show choir is the end-all be-all for you, you, there's gotta be something else, you know, that you can tap into, um, and that's all I'll say about that. Exactly, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> uh, heck yes. Okay, so <laughs> um, our opener was a mix between um, it was like the beginning of tragedy by I think the Bee Gees and which went into this is the night by Clay Aiken um shout out Clay Aiken I know uh and then our second number was our ballad um which is weird it was all the wasted time from a Jason Robert Brown musical called Parade Um, our third number was called Wonder Why by the group Avalon. They're like a contemporary Christian, um, group. 
And then we did a song from Thoroughly Modern Millie called As Long As I'm Here With You. And which was like the costume change number. And then uh, our closer was Sing, Sing, Sing. And we did some old school tapping. And that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh um oh my goodness okay um so weirdly these are (laughs) from the same year and the same state but I just both I love both of these shows so much um Los Alamitos Edward Scissorhands show from 2014 I love so so much and also John Burroughs Powerhouse 2014, where they had, like, the birds, and then, um, yeah, they did Start Wearing Purple, and they did um, Turn to Stone with the Cloud Dresses as their closer. I uh, love that show. Um, those are, like, always stick out to me. as I saw both of them live. Yeah, I actually went out to California that year, and they were both, I think they were both at um, Show Choir Nationals, and I was also there that year, so, and, um, yeah. Um, uh, so I've choreographed at Inkney Centennial, their second tier group, Eternal Rush, for five years, and I've kind of co-choreographed with different people over the years um three years ago we did um their director is nolan hinkle who's one of my very good friends um we did a show about the tale of the three brothers which is like an internal story within the harry potter world um and that was kind of um because of the way scheduling worked out i kind of did sort of the first two thirds or so of that show on my own. And that was like one of the first times I really got to like, just me, like pour my heart and my creativity into a show. And um, I don't know, that just like holds like a really special place in my heart. Um, And yeah, I love that one. So, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Off the top of my head, my, I don't know if this is going to be 10 words, but (laughs) my (laughs) um, final contest on stage in finals, weeping, visibly crying on stage, can't pull myself together because I'm that big of a show choir nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Final contest, tears, help. (laughs) 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 Let's leave that. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm.
Right. And like, if you watch any videos of like, you can hear because I was just very loud and always on a mic for some reason. Um, and I'm also just crying. So I'm sure that sounded great. It's fine. We won. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> um, definitely, I mean, music. Like, I listen to music more than anything um I know a lot of people who drive as much as I do are really into podcasts which I have become more into um over the past like year and a half um I definitely listen to a lot of back to me being an astrology nerd um like podcasts in related to that just in me trying to like learn more about it um but yeah more often than not I just listen to music and I I don't um obviously I used to sing a lot and be a singer and I don't really get to do that anymore except for the solo concerts I hold in my car when I'm driving everywhere (laughs) Instagram live hey guys I rarely will listen to new music. I I I do, but I really like to go back to my old faithful. And I'm that way in all mediums. Like I have watched Grey's Anatomy all the way through, like an embarrassing amount of times, like probably eight or nine times. Um I have watched like multiple shows that I love like many times movies same thing I'll watch the same movies over and over and over so yeah I'm the same way with music I'm just I don't know it's just the way I am yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) yeah we literally can't leave our homes <laughs> 80 times. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Bye.